Are you bored with talent shows, dance shows, all the same old cop shows? I was watching some talent show for impersonators and I was hit with an idea. How are you doing? Hey, Howard. Howard Stern, how are you doing? Howard Stern, ladies and gentlemen. Stuart, what's wrong? It's Marie, the Reba McIntyre impersonator. Yeah, I've seen her. She's good. Her phone's disconnected. Listen, it was a nice program last night, but my partner wasn't that impressed with it. We're going to let it go for right now, but you never know what might happen somewhere down the line. I don't like it. What's not to like? He's got an idea, he's got the look, he's gonna get ads, what's not to like? Everything's gonna be okay. So come on down to Rusty's Restaurant. Where you can eat like a king. Alright. What's that? Yep, watch out. Yeah. Yep. It's not it's um, not streaming. I record and then I you know like if you say anything that you yeah. want to uh, he'll, remove he'll later edit it for you. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, understood. Yeah, we're very uh, we are Two. you know we are generally family friendly, but um you know uh, our uh, who are uh, sixteen and thirteen do listen to the podcast. Yeah. So, but right. they also know that people curse. Yeah, I know that you don't they're, curse. They're clever you, little. Yeah. Oh, you don't curse, okay? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't curse, and I shan't any longer. FCC and all that. I can't. I, I'm on the radio. I, I got a reputation to worry about here. Understood. Right. Yeah. And now, the FCC. Yeah. 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 Our listener doesn't mind if we curse. Uh, welcome, listeners, to Yaaha with Lisa, Phil, and Aaron. This week, we're talking to Stuart Brodian. He's a Howard Stern impersonator. Uh, he's a radio personality. Probably. He's had his own talk show. Uh, what else? Musician, composer, recording artist, artist, um, world traveler. Say, I, I do so much I can't keep track of it. Yeah. So, man of all oh, seasons. Yeah. Um, published book author and public speaker. Okay. okay yeah. Cool. So it's great to have you on. Renaissance. Pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. We did a oh, crash course. What, what's I going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Well, we we generally have a discussion. You what know, do you we, want to talk about? You know, we have some notes, some things we wanted to touch on, but uh, generally we just like to have a, a discussion with a friend. You know, Philip wanted a podcast, and so he named it after kind of me in a way um, because I say yeah, uh huh. I in fact responded to our maritalvilles with yeah, uh huh. So, and that made us both laugh. And so we're laughing as he's talking about how serious marital vows are. So it was just, you know, but yeah, I, I have a tendency to say, yeah, uh-huh, instead of yes. Just, and Let's try so it again. Do you I take said, this man to be a lawfully wedded husband? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Good enough for me. Yeah. Um, what is it? Uh, the double yes, affirmative. We wanted the podcast to just basically be kind of like almost like a conversation in our living room. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. do have some stuff that we do that has more of a format. Like, for instance, something you might enjoy would be um, Aaron's be audio edibles. One side of uh, the conversation is in your living room. Yes, yeah. exactly. One part. Yeah. So uh, we just wanted to be like you came over to the house and we're just kind of hanging. Uh, gotcha. You might enjoy Aaron's audible edi- edible audio edibles. Uh, Aaron, if you want to explain the rules to Aaron's uh, audio edibles, that's uh, when I make Phil listen to an album he's never heard before, and we do a track by track deep dive, and we uh, usually rank the tracks and determine the banger on a special uh, scoring system based on rotisserie baseball. Right. <laughs> so we yeah. So it's almost any ma- any imaginable album that you mm-hmm. could, could you could think of because you know it's on. Yeah, and I mean he's he's heard a lot of songs, but not always albums. Yeah, it's pretty like easy the whole to find. Album. It's pretty easy to find a qualifying album. Right. It's, if it's not by Led Zeppelin, you can you've got a good shot. Well, well, Black Sabbath or not Black Sabbath, Metallica and Black Sabbath or ACDC. Yeah, 
Huh? Yeah. Well, we could probably find Actually, an ACDC album. You could probably find an ACDC album easily. Yeah, I love ACDC. Oh, you've heard all that was their my albums? very first concert. Yeah. 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 Oh, Ooh. heck. Yeah. But I love the Bond Scott. getting romantic. Yeah. Yeah. If you head into like the, the, a lot of the heavy metal, not so much, but uh, if you head into most other genres, blues rock, like uh, Jim Croce, we went to uh, Jim Croce, uh, AJ Croce is doing a tour of his father's music and yes, he's touring yeah. across the country doing his and his father's music with a little show to it. And uh, Philip wasn't aware of about, I'd say, what would you say about 40%? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. But Stuart, I feel like I know, I feel like I saw you probably in the mm -hmm. heyday of your um, Howard Stern impersonating because I saw the highlight reel that showed some of your appearances, like on Regis and Kelly. You look like a celebrity. We're continuing now with some rock rage. Don't you love that? That's that's true, Gelman. Rock rage. Rock rage. <laughs> lookalikes, and the first one, of course, is the star of radio, TV, and film, Howard Stern. Take a look. There's there's real, real Howard Stern. Now here's our version of Howard Stern, Stuart Brodian. What do people uh, say when they see you? Do they immediately? They, they think I'm the real thing. They think I'm really Howard Stern. You even sound like him a little bit, Stuart. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you deliver? Uh, pizza, believe it or not. You're a pizza delivery man. Okay. It must be quite a surprise when people see you. Oh, let me tell you. You walk in with the pizza, they don't know what to think. Huh? It's either Howard or Joey. <laughs> have you ever met Howard? Yes, I have met Howard Stern. And what does he think of you? It's, he's worried he looks just like me. <laughs> let's luck. do a split screen. Yeah, let's split the screen and take a look at uh, Howard and uh, Stuart. And there they are. Yeah, good, good to look alike right there. Mm -hmm. And Howard's show itself and some like New York or uh, news broadcasts and stuff where you went uh, portraying him. So I wonder, how did, how did you, aside from the physical resemblance, and you're very tall, you know, like he is, um, how did how did you get into that? It all started basically people telling me I looked like the guy. So I just started joking around, maybe showing up like, like in the crowd at, at some club where a band is playing. and. Eventually, somebody invited me to portray Howard Stern in a TV commercial over in New Jersey, which I did. Uh, it was for um, an electronics store, Quality Electronics in Lyndhurst, New Jersey, which I don't think is there anymore. But, it, you know, it was like for um, a place that repairs, you know, turntables, VCRs. Well, now you know how old that commercial is. Uh, mm. but, uh, they still exist. They, they've actually, you know, had a resurgence. Not VCRs sure. so much. But, um, no. That that's where that's where it started, and then uh, locally at a local mall, the Phillipsburg Mall, they had they had auditions for instead of David Letterman's stupid human stupid pet tricks, it was stupid human tricks. But I decided to go down and audition as, as Howard Stern impersonator. Uh, Letterman's people didn't pick me up for their show. However, somebody from the Ricky Lake show was there, oh, and uh, they contacted me through that. Letterman's people. So I, I was on Ricky Lake. Go backstage to our special correspondent and find out what else is coming up next. Thanks, Ricky. Next. This woman thinks she's dancing with Tina Turner. What will she say when she finds out her private dancing isn't really Tina? The joke's on her. Yikes. Let's go backstage and find out what is coming up next. Next, we'll meet Brandy and Mariah Carey wannabes. Their friends and family are convinced that they've fallen off the celebrity rockers, but we'll meet them and try to transform them next. All right, what do you say we go backstage and check out Howie and find out what's coming up next? Next is the Dynamic Divas as we see brand new Brandy and a miraculous Mariah. Wait till we tell two fans that Mariah was nothing more than a miracle, a fake. And one thing led to another and then, you know, then people start networking. There's these, uh, these agents who deal specifically with um, celebrity lookalikes and different uh, party companies, you know, the kind that, that supply you with DJs or moon bounce or or specified entertainment, which includes celebrity impersonators like a like a Marilyn Monroe or an Elvis Presley, that they seem to be the most popular. And uh, 
And then came the appearance in the Howard Stern show itself. A wig, or is that? This is my real hair. <laughs> what real unfortunate. Hair. My hair is nicer than yours, yeah, dude. Of course. I hope. <laughs> Good Lord. Howard, it's an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be here. It's, it's great to finally meet you face to face. Well, you have on the sunglasses, yes. and you have uh, a uh, you have big hair. nose. <laughs> and, uh, well, through the internet, people are starting to find me. Stern had a contest with uh, films, like one minute films or two minute films, and three different people hired me to portray him in their films. Hmm. And then there was the appearance on Regis and Kelly Live. And uh, well, through agents, I get hired for anything from small private parties to corporate functions. Yeah. Cool. That's, I mean, that's, so when you met Howard, did he, uh, I mean, do you have any interaction with him off the air or anything? Or did he just kind of usher, usher you into the studio and then you're back out? And... Uh, kind of a conveyor belt mentality, but I, I did shake his hand after we finished the in- interview. But we did, didn't really speak. Yeah. Well, we have a we had a radio personality named Tracy Jones. He was a former baseball player. And I saw him. Uh, he had a rep, his reputation for uh, picking on people from uh, rural communities. Uh, my community named Norwood. He like tries big league people and talking about hobnobbing with people that live in Indian Hill, which is like a really affluent area. So he, he carries on his persona on the air. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was at the computer store one time. And I heard he walked into the computer store. He had a laptop he needed repaired. And there was an old couple standing there. And he made great pains to stand there and tell them, oh, the whole thing is just an act. You know, the whole thing. Is, I'm very kind. You know, I love animals, you know, and I would never cheat on my wife. And, and I'm very kind. Every, um, and I thought that was ironic. I wonder uh, when it, Howard Stern, do you get the impression that he's putting on a putting on a persona or he's really laying it on or did you get a feeling that, yeah which is which is closer to howard, the, the show that. or the movie well um i was on the the radio show but that went on to his e-network tv show in fact just uh i was on the show on a tuesday and his uh, cbs tv show debuted that saturday night and they edited me in at the last minute hmm. when i shook his hand i got the impression that this is a genuine human being i mean hmm. look the way he is on the radio he can't be like that in normal life because you, you wouldn't get anywhere. Right. right. You're punched in the face a lot, probably. <laughs> but yeah. And I mean, if I'm sorry, but if girls want to come on your show and get naked, that's not your fault. Yeah, well, that's... You know, that kind of thing. I like... And I mean, there's a lot of people, it's like feminism, and but you know what? Those girls are on there. They're taking their clothes off. Nobody's ripping their clothes off. They're taking it off. But I like... I like Howard Stern. What I didn't like so much was like the the mm-hmm. uh, uh, ambush interviews that uh, Stuttering John would do. Like one time he oh. confronted uh, Ted Williams. Okay. Congratulations on your illustrious career. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do you know all the words to the national anthem? Uh, by any chance, did you ever accidentally uh, fart in the catcher's face? Pardon? Uh, by any chance, did you ever accidentally uh, uh, fart in the catcher's face? Who the hell are you? For John's sake, that kind of damn question. See you later. I didn't like that because I thought he was really disrespectful to Ted Williams. I, mm-hmm. I didn't like Bob. That's what his audience likes. But me, me personally, I'm not into it. You know, yeah. let, let me tell you something about, about celebrity lookalikes. The, the first assumption of a subtle elderly lookalike is that they've lost connection with reality and that they're totally obsessed with the celebrity and that, that they think they're them or they, they know the, the celebrity's life story. Yeah. And I'm okay. All rumors are based on some kind of fact. Yes. There are celebrity impersonators who do live up to these stereotypes. Me? Let me be upfront and honest with you. Just a gig. I've tried listening to Stern over the years, and I get bored. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your cup of tea. I mean, yeah. I, it, it's not, you know, you say what you want about sexist or, or, or disgusting, whatever. I'm just bored with it. That's not the kind of stuff I listen to. But, right. look, the simple fact that I resemble a celebrity has opened a lot of doors of opportunity, and I'd be a fool not to take advantage of the situation. If mm-hmm. not, I'd just be another long-haired person with a guitar struggling like right. the rest of them. Right. So what And we- I mean, you know, you could easily be in a uh, a Ramones cover band. Ramones, I hear, I hear Joey, I hear, I hear Weird Al, I hear Kenny G. Weird I mean, Al. you know, all the or Zamfir, all, all the famous long-haired guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. 20 years ago, older women would stroke my hair. Ooh, Michael Bolton hair. You know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I dropped a big yeah. Weird Al on you. Yeah. 
Uh, well, to be fair, I'm a, a major Weird Al fan, uh, partly because I really enjoy his music, but also because we share a birth date. Oh, okay. All right. Also, well, Ryan, Sherman, I don't Reynolds. share a birthday. Huh? I, I I don't share a birthday with anybody famous. I think one of the Beach Boys has the same birthday as me. I I'm probably wrong in that, but uh, when's your birthday? It, 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 December the fifteenth. She's okay. gonna find one for you, but yeah. Unfortunately, mine is Trump, so yeah. I don't really talk about that. <laughs> My sister. Hey, some guys got all the luck, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. I did find a. Let me tell you about it. Let let's switch away from Stern for oh, Let me tell you about a happy project. recent birthday. Yeah. Or I mean, you know. Happy upcoming birthday. Two weeks Thank from you. now. Two weeks from today as we record. Wee. Yeah, let's um you want to talk about your music? Or what, what were you moving into there? Well, uh for the last dozen or so years I've I'm working on a TV show. I made a pilot episode. I, I loosely based it in reality. The TV show is about local actor who is a celebrity impersonator, tired of what he sees on television, and goes to his local cable company, his public access company, to pitch a comedy variety show using celebrity impersonators. Hmm. And um, you, know, you see all the interesting, all the things that he goes through to get a TV show on the air. And, and in, in the first episode, it happens. Yeah, and, we watched. Uh, and then I made, made two follow-up episodes. So I have it as, as one long trilogy of an episode where it gets aired, then rejected. Then one of the other impersonators suggests taking it to his friend's cable station over in Brooklyn. Now, that was the original concept of the displaced Pennsylvanian helping with this new situation in Brooklyn. What is this, Brooklyn or Beijing? Uh, that, that, was, that was both the comedy and the drama. I since revamped it, and now it simply takes place in Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Is that, and that's, where, um, can, where can anybody watch this? It, it's well, we online. Watched, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube. We watched the pilot on YouTube. Yeah, we watched the yeah. pilot yesterday. Okay. okay. I started a new Brody job in. this week. I didn't really do my podcast homework. I apologize. Yeah, you started a new <laughs> Just job. Look up Brodian, double or nothing, N-U-T-I-N, and you'll just see the original pilot episode. Right. Very nice. Yeah, was, uh, I like the... I've, I've aired it internationally. I've had it at film festivals. It's even... Won an award at a film festival. Hopefully, Phil can link to it in the show notes. I will do that. Yeah, I like uh, how autobiographical is it? Do you really work in a pizza place that's called the Pizza Place? Well, I know since I'm on on podcast, I'm supposed to talk about how glorious my life is, but no, I do deliver pizza, but it's called Pizza Hut. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. But I thought it was. I loved it when you pick up the phone, like probably five times. He said, "It's a pizza place." <laughs> Hello, it's a pizza place. Can you hold, please? Thank you. Hello, it's a pizza place. Can you hold, please? Thank you. (laughs) That would be a great name for a pizza place. Yeah. There probably Uh, is some place out there, so. Yeah. But, yeah, we we enjoyed that. um, a couple of the guys in it. There was a Robert De Niro impersonator, and he was really good. And then yep. there was uh, Polly Walnuts. Somebody portrayed Polly yep. Walnuts from The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And Reba was supposed to show up, but I think we only she got a little glimpse up. of Lee, uh, Z- Reba. I almost called her Reba. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reba running down the stairs like later in the episode. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in the revamp version, she has a. Oh, oh there you go, Pizza Go Master. In the revamp right. version, he uh, she has a, she has a larger role. Uh, it, it, it's been a, a, like over a dozen years since I made the pilot. Unfortunately, Robert De Niro impersonator is no longer with us. So oh. I revamped it and more or less gave her the role of the um, of the mentor over my character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he was good. He, yeah, he did a good. He De Niro. was. He was. Yeah. Yes. He, he was excellent. Um, so yeah, we have the pilot episode. We have new episodes written, and I'm looking for about forty thousand dollars to make a dozen more episodes. Mm-hmm. You heard him, listeners. He'll take some money. Get a Patreon going or something, maybe. How how many are shot? Just the pilot? Yeah, so far, just the pilot. Okay. And uh, we're going to use it as reference when we make the new episodes. It's a a good Um, concept. Uh, When you think about, I'm assuming as the the shows would go on, you'd you'd show them um, on stage, you know, doing their act and like sort of the backstories, you know, and relationships between. It, it's just a sim- typical situation comedy, but yeah, 
it goes deeper into the characters and such. Right. Sort of like so a side new film. Will reel for, for the new version. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I music. think I would watch that show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, let me tell you, there's no curse words in, in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, I've, everything sells on controversy, and they're always trying to push the envelope. Well, I'm pushing against the envelope. I'm pushing the other direction. Push yeah. it back. Yeah. I mean, if, when I when I thought of this TV show, there was um, maybe not just yet, but there were shows like like Two Broke Girls or um, Big Bang Theory, and everybody's tired of all the dirty stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And well, you know, here's the thing: the Two Broke Girls and even Two and a Half Men, the first couple of seasons had a sweetness to them, but then the original creator guy he goes off to do another show. And the writers take over and they just go to the base, you know, they they go to the lowest common denominator to get the laugh. Yeah. And it's like, why? Exactly. I mean, you can yeah. go, you can do adult themed stuff mm-hmm. without without being uh, crude. Yeah. Uh, I think of Seinfeld. What was the episode? Mm-hmm. Was it the bet? Uh, uh, Master of My Domain. Master of My Domain. Yeah, I don't know if that was the name of the episode, but that it whole was. episode was about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, masturbation. Yeah. They never said anything. They never said they that. They never really said that. They never said yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. There were still people who complained about it. And I'm like, here's my thing about if you don't like something on TV, quick. Exactly. But everybody keeps saying there's nothing else to watch. I, I keep hearing complaints that, um, you can't do any ethnic humor anymore. And like the dirty stuff is all that's left. No, there's plenty of other stuff. I mean, one of the, one of the sight gags in in my episode, uh, back then when I made the episode, the Osbournes are still on MTV. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a famous promo yeah. for it where, where Mr. Osborne is saying to his wife, bubbles, I can't have bubbles on the Prince of darkness. Yeah. Um, I love at that. At the end of one of my episodes, you see the Marilyn Monroe impersonator. She's singing happy birthday, Mr. President. You see the bubbles being blown over like, like like from a bubble machine. But when the camera pulls back, you see the bubbles are being blown by an Ozzy Osbourne impersonator with a, with a uh-huh. little jar full of soap bubbles. Yeah. Happy Yep. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, you know, I'm the Prince of Darkness. Can't blow bubbles. Well, there he is. I mean, there's nothing dirty about it. There's nothing ethnic about it. It's a sight gag. And I mean, I think people forgot how to do sight gags. I mean, I, I grew yep. up on, on the old Warner Brothers cartoons, and there's plenty of sight gags in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you like? Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Never seen an episode. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's a little old fashioned. You know, it's it's got some uh, physical comedy and. And uh, yeah. side it's, it's got some dirty words too. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Second thought. Oh yeah, they curse. <laughs> they do curse. <laughs> but well, I mean, I'm, like, um, I'm. It's but, not but, my type of humor. But then I love that shit. I, you know, yeah. yeah that's just me. My my whole concept started with uh, with a friend asking me to do a Howard Stern thing for his show because uh, he had a cable TV show. He he and his friends would put on skits in, in the backyard, and he would fill the rest of the time with videotapes of his band playing. I do music myself, and I send him videotapes of me playing. And one day he says, Stuart, you do the Howard Stern thing. When are you going to send me that? And I never thought of that because most of the stuff was just impromptu or me showing up at parties. Right. So since he had a variety show of you know music and comedy, on some variety shows, sometimes they have fake commercials. Now, I knew another impersonator in this area, and I thought, why not just script a fake TV commercial where you see Elvis, the king of rock and roll, sitting next to Howard Stern, king of all media, and in the restaurant commercial, they say, where you can eat like a king. Rusty's well, restaurant. Where you can eat, eat like, like a king. Well, nice. I didn't think that was funny enough to stand on its own, so I started. I thought, let me let me write some lines of dialogue that he and his friends can act out, then bring it to the up to the commercial and give it some substance. Next thing you know, I had a whole uh, had a whole script. But my point is, is that with the with with the Stern and Elvis sitting next to each other, 
It's just simple yeah. wordplay where you can eat like a king. And you got two people that were known as the king of their genres. Right, right. right. King of media and the king of rock and roll. Right. Yep. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, I think people have forgotten how to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and I think they've mistaken controversy for comedy. You know, it's, you think comedy is having the audacity to say that, but say something and yet still get past the censor. That's, that's not comedy. That's shock value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comedy is actually telling a joke. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. When, when Go people ahead. ask you to do uh, Stern, whether it was an event, you know, a party or whatever, when you would get hired to do it, did you ever, did they have expectations that you would come on like and, and do some of the, you know, mimic some of the things you'd do with strippers and stuff like that. And it's, and some of the, the language. Not so much the strippers, but they, uh, a lot of times it's like a celebrity roast at, at the, at the parties or just to walk around and just you know, make people laugh and just joke around about whatever. Yeah. Uh, at the corporate functions there, you got to watch your language. There you keep it friendly, but you know I I, I still make jokes about anything. Um, you, you know it depends. Like they'll, they'll give me a background on the person who's in charge or whatever, um, or or something. I, and, and if if there's different ethnicities, the a little bit. yeah. If there's different ethnicities in the crowd, like if it's, if it's a smaller crowd, like there I can get away with some of the ethnic humor. Um, yeah. But like. But you don't want to cross the line too much and have it recorded. I was at a party. It was an all all Polish people, right? And I repeated a joke that I heard on an old Laughing episode where Artie Johnson is dressed like a Russian guy. Mm-hmm. And, and and I said that I repeated the joke. I said, you know, here in America, you, you take the polls to see who be president. In Russia, we tell the polls who be president. <laughs> but you do that in a crowd of Polish people, they get the joke. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I hear I hear comics. Yeah, I. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I hear comics talk about uh, the audience have become really uh, uh, polarized. So, um, so uh, I, yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure. I knew that the uh, the TV show was a little bit. The pilot was a little bit older. I thought I saw two thousand seven. So I didn't know you were actively. That's good that you're. Yeah, that you're still working on that. Still work at that. What are some of the other projects you've? Uh, like I know you've done a uh, TV show. Where you like to highlight independent music or local music. Um, on my television show, which is seen in several states and overseas, I show independent short films and music videos. And I think we saw we saw that too. Yeah, we were looking at yeah, some of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was honored. Uh, one cable station, a public access station in Cambridge, Massachusetts, they contacted me. I didn't contact them. They contacted me because they were looking for something quirky for their uh, for their public access channel. I said, "Yeah." So, cool. Yeah. And uh, as far as the TV station over in in, uh, in England. Uh, I was checking out different things. I was networking on, on LinkedIn with different uh, uh, mm-hmm. categories. And a new TV station opened up, and they said they're looking for programming. They said they couldn't pay. Um, well, sure, we all like to get paid, but uh, but there's also something called prestige. Exposure, prestige. Sure. And, yeah. you know, I, I, uh, I mean, I had the privilege of saying that my television show is seen in two countries. Hi, everybody. Stuart Brodian here, and welcome to episode 55 of Brodian's Basement. Well, ain't the kind of guy to cry. Uh-uh. Well, ain't the kind of guy to try. Uh-uh. I'm not the kind of guy to try. The cheap or steal or lie. I'm not that kind of guy at all. And if you think about it, a friend asked you to dress as Howard Stern, and now you have a job as Howard Stern yeah. impersonator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lisa, on occasion, Lisa held off for forty-five dollars an hour for this, but she's worth it. <laughs> yeah, every penny. Well, money was well spent. <laughs> but uh, hey, hey, I married a medical records temp, and I scored an IT professional, so I get <laughs> paid. <laughs> well, see, okay. So, and, um, we kind of highlight independent artists also. We've had quite a few. I think that's uh, one of the good things about uh, the times in which we live is that there's so many uh, great independent artists that are finding their, their own their own ways to the to the masses. You know, like uh, we had Servan Campbell. We had, 
uh, Ludlow Creek, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of yeah, great artists sure. we've had on. And then just so you know, we do have more than one listener. I just always mention our listener. She knows who she is. Hello, listener. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi, Terry. That's hi, who Terry. she is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pleasure. Thank you, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll turn her on to your show. Yeah. But uh, I think she would. Yeah. But um, um, uh, let, let me tell you something about myself. Mm -hmm. I was taught that you can't get anywhere in this in this world without a college diploma. Well, all I can say is, considering okay. the fact that I I've, I've had my music used in films, I've spoken at seminars, I have an internationally broadcast television show. Yeah, I've been on television and movies myself. All I can say is, well, not bad for a college dropout. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm there with you. I mean, I, I was advancing mm -hmm. past my my peers. Um, I would have graduated in '83, but in '82 I put out a record. And, yeah. uh, Never mind bucket list. I, I had my own uh, goals. I wanted to release a record before I turned 21. And October 82, that's two months before I turned 21. So I accomplished it. I put out a record at age 20. Invited me up one day, invited me for some tea, showed me some sweets, so wasn't that sweet. And this kitten came to me, crawled into my hand, fell asleep as the mother cat watched. Little Awesome. I would Both like to say here, I would like to officially say here, thank you, because A, I did not think you were older than me, uh, and you are just a little bit older than me, and I am not the oldest person on the podcast this week. Yay! Yay! That is very rare. In two weeks, I turned a lot of 30-somethings, okay? I just turned 57 in October. Good. So, yeah, I did not think you were older than me. I thought you were younger. So who are some of your musical uh, influences? I mean, who do you like? We talk about ACDC. And... Oh, well, let well, me do this real quick, okay? Uh, I pulled up your birthdays, yep. and you share with uh, somebody named Adrian Brody, whom I can't – oh, no, I know who that is. Okay. It's now, this Oscar one you may like, Alana Haim. Adrian Brody's a great Oh, actor. from the Hames, the three, three girls, yeah. Yeah, the rock musician. And maybe not so much, Don Johnson. Oh, the actor. Okay. Yeah. Now, those are just the ones I found on that site. You can find more on other sites. But, I mean, my big three are Johnny Carson, Weird Al, and uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Who do you share a birthday? I don't think we've ever found yeah. out who you share a birthday with. Here's What's Johnny. your birthday again, Aaron? <laughs> September 25th. Okay. Uh, um, I share a birthday with both Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay. Yep. And Whoopee. Barbara Walters. And Barbara Walters. All right. Yeah. There's right. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did add, you did add somebody else uh, uh, to your, your thing other than uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, there was somebody. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Now. Huh? Well, dad. and Aaron's dad. Aaron's dad, John, yeah. Yeah, okay. This was a cool Maybe rock star, though. This was like... Uh, Cheryl Teagues. Not bad. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Hey. You're burying no, the lead Still doing there, my dude. birthdays. I, I remember Mark Hamill's one. Huh? <laughs> I remember Mark Hamill. Will Smith, too, right? Man, Michael Madsen, Heather Locklear, Will Heather Smith, Catherine Zeta-Jones. And that's just the ones that popped. <laughs> you, you got Luke Skywalker, yeah, and you buried I, the I lead a, on that. Huh? I got a married couple with the same birthday, and they're both on my birthday. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'll give you that one. But still, Luke anyway. Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'd be a nerd. I published two books. 
Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. What are they called? Where can people find First them? The one I put up before I was 50, it was called I'm Not Snooky or What I Really Think About Society and Why. <laughs> okay. And it's just me talking about different categories of society and history and, and such. Uh, the newer book, which I put out just before I turned 60, was called Here's the Future You Asked For. I like uh, that. Well, I'm Not Snooky time. came out in uh, when Obama was president. Here's the Future came out when uh, Trump was president. So you... You'll see two different uh, things talked about in both books. Mm-hmm. I like that second title. Here's the future you asked for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good good title. So it's a, intriguing. Is it political science? Is it is it uh, science fiction? Is it uh, so, what is it exactly? It, it, it's just me, like I said, just making comments on on society. In fact, yeah. uh, back in '96, I released a spoken word CD called Misplaced Messiah. Same thing, talking about society. I mean, if you're familiar with the uh, Jello Biafra's spoken word records or or yeah. Henry Rollins' spoken word records, um, it, it's kind of on the same thing where you, you just talk about different things. You talk about people and, and yeah. so forth. That's interesting, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by that. We know Jello from uh, the uh, Dead Kennedys. Yeah, yeah that was of an course. Aaron's Audio Audibles. Yeah. Phil had never heard uh, Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. Right. Yeah, and my brother I have a few spoken word records. Nice. And my brother thinks he's Jesus. Right. So where can we get your spoken anyway. word? What what are your spoken word records called, and where can we get them? Uh, my spoken word record is um is called Misplaced Messiah. It's a CD. I got a few copies here, and I think it's online somewhere, but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I've trying lost track of years. To... Trying to promote for you, get you some sales, but right, thanks. Right. You can't find it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll look it up for you. <laughs> we'll look it up for you. Yeah. And we'll find the we find it. We'll Phil, yeah, we'll let you know. Phil will, yeah, okay. Phil will probably interject to it and, and put it link in the show notes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, let's okay. see. I I wondered about your music though. I mean, what, what who are some of your? Uh, we're always interested in musical influences of our. Who guests. are some of your musical influences? Well. When I play piano, people say it sounds like 1920s ragtime, which makes sense because yeah, when I was a little kid, I liked watching uh, old Charlie Chaplin films whenever they showed it on television, and that was the kind of music that they had in the background. Yeah, in the silence. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. children are impressionable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. You know, like ragtime stuff. I grew up but, on. Uh, my- I mean, the music I make, people compare to like early Beatles or um, rockabilly or Bob Dylan or folk or Phil Oaks. Um, I. I I think I might have heard one or two Phil Oaks songs. Um, it's funny, after I recorded my first album, I went back through the records in my collection and like like different styles of music. And I, I hear like, oh, that's where I got the idea for that type of guitar lick and type of thing. Um, you know, Roundabout by Yes, Stairway to Heaven by, by Led Zeppelin. Of course, I grew up listening to those kinds of musics. Yeah. And one of my songs, you hear me go on the piano, which is what you hear uh, after the middle break on Roundabout by Yes, you know, things like that. But, yeah, I, I don't try to imitate these people. I just write as I feel. Well, not the kind of guy to cry, uh-uh. Well, ain't the kind of guy to sigh, uh-huh Not the kind of guy to try To cheat or steal or lie I'm not that kind of guy So don't waste your precious time Well, ain't the kind of guy to cry Ain't no use in telling you why I'm not that, no, no, I'm not that kind of guy at all Right, of course, uh, yeah, yeah it's a... I'm going to compare one of my piano pieces to Beethoven Mm-hmm well, nice. in college, I took appreciating the classics. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, you know, we make uh, very amateurish leaps and connections. You know, like this sounds like the guitar riff from that song and stuff like that. But each each musical composition is a uh, you know unique and Aaron somewhat know. accepted. He's a little more into it. You know, a little more knowledgeable. He goes way deeper. You know, like he can yeah. tell, he can often tell what that instrument is. And yeah. 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 Um, okay. 
also in recent years, I've done some public speaking at uh, at seminars. There was a book publisher summit in New York City, and, and for a few years before the pandemic, I, I was speaking on a panel of, of book publishers. Oh, cool. And people who just published books would come into the audience and then hear me and all the other people in the industry, different industries speak about, you know, like, well, what do people look for in a book and how do you promote yourself and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I would do sometimes is, you know, at, after the um, after the lectures, you go out into the uh, auditorium and each speaker has his own table and different people come up to you and pitch their book to you for some type of publicity. <laughs> and uh, I would take my, well, my, my phone, not my camcorder, and I would record my interview with the people at the convention. And so, some people just, you know, they, they were so glad that they got uh, got some kind of publicity out of it. And I'd edit the interviews for my TV show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I am doing for others what I've always wanted done for myself. As an independent artist, you, you want to get publicity out there, you know, as, as both a musician and a book publisher. So, you know, I got a radio show. I got a TV show. Send me your music. Send me, a, you know, something about you that I can talk about on my TV show. I, I, it's more than just introducing uh, videos and um, short films. Sometimes I do interviews on my TV show, or I just do walk-arounds at interesting events or museums or what have you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what that's kind of the uh, of what we get out of our podcasts. You know, we've got, you know, we're, we're older now, but well, yeah, and, but, and we're not trying to really go anywhere with it. No, but we have you we know? have curiosity. Yeah, we yeah. have we have a yeah. passion for for people for art, you know, creative people especially. Yeah. And uh learning things and keeping fresh and keeping up on things mm-hmm. and and trying to give people some exposure and stuff along yeah. the way. So we I kind of understand where you're coming from yeah. with, with which you know. But for I, ourselves, I don't know if I do this, this is the end on a weekly basis though. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. We I'd say we do what? I'd say we do at least four podcasts a month. Oh, maybe yeah. More. Easy, easy. Easy four yeah, months. but Easily. Yeah. Probably closer to six. But um, all right. some months more than others. So as yeah. we wind, wind down here, I, I told you we might have a little game that we mm-hmm. play. I'm not sure that you'll dig this or not. Give <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's uh based on, do you watch a lot of movies? Are you pretty familiar with the movies? Not, not too, too many. Yeah, okay. Well, why don't I'll be the moderator and that'll give us three that'll give us three contestants that can go through a mini bracket. Our friends, uh we have friends that have pr- programs that are completely dedicated to brackets. brackets. And what it is is like a sweet 16 style way of taking a list of 32 to 54 popularity movies. contest I'll... among the panelists basically. Yeah. Right, right. And these podcasts are one's called Mass Debaters. Mass Debaters. You got to be careful the way you say that. Um, one of them is called uh, Bracket Bastards. One of them is called Maniacal Music Musings in the Sip List. So we don't really d- devote whole shows to this type of thing, but we do a little mini version of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read off. I'm gonna have four first round square offs of movie titles, total of eight movies. I'm gonna have Lisa. Yeah. Maybe we should have done this with music. And these are movies that have since oh, since you're since you're uh, Howard Stern um, impressionist or is that the word? Impersonator. Impersonator. What's um, the difference are... between a, an impersonator and an impressionist? Well, you're taking it right out of the game now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just curious too. Well, fine. Let's Rich go to the game. Was an impressionist. Yeah, you, you, right. you do different people's voices. You do the voices and the characteristics. Mm. The impersonator, just... someone has to uh, look like the person that they're impersonating. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Celebrity look alike. But these are all movies that have uh, somebody's an imposter. Right. All right. So here's the first round. We got the movie Catch Me If You Can versus The Talented Mr. Ripley. And we'll start with Aaron. I've only seen the talented Mr. Ripley among those two, so I'm going to vote for that one. Okay. Lisa? I've actually seen Catch Me If You Can and part of the talented Mr. Ripley, so I'm going to go with Catch Me If You Can because I thought that was really good. All right, Stuart. Um, If you haven't seen the movies, then you can base it on which has the most cool... Which has a better title or whatever. (laughs) But if you do... Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, yeah. which whichever one has Tom Hanks and one has um, doesn't Ripley, Mr. Ripley, who's in that? Matt Damon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, Catch Me If You Can has Tom Hanks and uh, the kid that isn't Matt Damon. Which is literally Which every... Mr. Ripley. Mr. Ripley? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Ripley moves on to the second round. Mm-hmm. All right. So second um, contest is Tootsie versus Victor Victoria. Ooh. I know, right? Both quality movies. Both good acting. Yeah. If they... Um, celebrity who kind of almost refurbished their career with the movie so all of these things are yeah who do you you say at least or what do you say i've seen tootsie and i've seen uh reviews of coming attractions for victor victoria yeah i've seen both i really like both but i might have to go victor victoria on this one Uh, i'm going tootsie harvey underrated underrated bill murray and, and performance in Tootsie. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Bill Murray was in that. I forgot. Yeah. Once again, once again. I forgot Bill Murray was in it too. That but... makes Stewart the tiebreaker. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. In Tootsie, Dustin Hoffman was was pre- pretend to be a woman to take me in a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And Victor Victoria, uh, what's her name was a woman Andrews. pretending to be a man pretending to be a woman. Right. And Gee. that's kind of mm-hmm. that kind of trumps it for me. Because hey, it's Victor a triple Victoria. play. Victor Victoria? Yeah. Victor Victoria moves yeah. on. All right. Mm-hmm. So All right. So, does it face uh, the winner of the first one, or is there another? Oh, why'd you put there's, it there's, there's four more movies, two more contests okay. here. First round. Okay. Mm-hmm. 3,000 Miles to Graceland versus The Usual Suspects. 3,000 Miles. Me too. Okay. You cannot beat a movie where Ice T hangs himself upside down, takes two machine guns, and just spins through an entire factory. Kaiser you Soze, cannot beat yeah. that. So huh? Kaiser Soze could do that. Yeah, he could, but did he? So one, I don't think so. One cry, everybody on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kaiser Soze, uh, the inimitable, and somebody okay. wouldn't want to imitate um, Kevin Spacey. That's right. Um. So okay, the fourth. Yeah, I bet, the, the, I bet uh, any Kevin Spacey celebrity yeah. lookalikes out there fell on hard times after he. Yes. All right, right. Next. That kind That's of dried true. up. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin probably. Yeah. Although there, it's I'm next. sure there are people who, who want that kind of neg situation still. Yeah, maybe. You know. Mm. What's the last yeah. matchup? Last matchup: White chicks versus some like it hot. And Stuart, go ahead and lead off for us. Ooh. White Chicks was, was that the I, I've seen some like it's hot. Yeah. Uh, it's Jack Lemon and uh, Walter and, yeah. and Cary Grant. Yeah. No. Well, no, it's uh, 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 Tony Curtis. Yeah, Tony, Tony Curtis. Curtis. Right. Tony I'm Curtis. sorry. Tony yeah. Curtis. That's correct. Jack Lemon and Tony Curtis and Marilyn Monroe. Right. That's where she stands over mm-hmm. the, the subway grate. Nope. No? Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought that was no, like it hot. no, that's uh, no, some like it, Since yeah, some like it. Blonde. Oh, you know what, Han? Yeah. I think that might be the wrong uh movie title. I don't think so. for the one you're thinking of. No. Okay, well, uh, because it was Aaron's. Oh, seven year itch. <laughs> yeah, seven year itch is the one with the movie grate or the the oh, okay. the subway grate. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you might be right. Yeah, because she's wearing that white dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's in the apartment, and the dude comes mm-hmm. in, and he's like all, you know, distracted. Families in. So Lisa, uh, what's your vote? Oh, um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going white chicks. What? That dancing. All right, so yeah, it's got to break the tie here. I've only I've only seen some like it hot. Okay. Okay. And um, I, so, I, I said some like it hot. <laughs> yeah. Some, that's mm-hmm. that's what I went with. Right, some like it hot. Yeah, that's the uh, so that's the final so the round two. Uh, we're down to four films now. Mm-hmm. And the first, the second the round, final four. Yeah, the, the final. The four. final four. The four. The first matchup is Mr. Ripley versus Victor Victoria and Lisa. You can move off. Victor Victoria. Okay. And it gets easier as you go along. Yeah, I give Victor Victoria too. Aaron. Victor Victoria. Okay, that's your name. Sweep it. Okay, and the second matchup Final is two. three thousand miles from Graceland versus Some Like It Hot. Some like it hot. Some okay. like it hot. 
Because, in my opinion, Some Like It Hot, that movie wasn't trying to prove anything. Yeah. No. No, it was just a, a fun little romantic comedy. I didn't I didn't see 3,000 yeah. Miles from Greece. And it's the same thing with white chicks. They're not trying to prove anything. They're just kind of having fun. Well, 3,000 Miles from Graceland is a bunch of gangsters that dress up like Elvis and knock off a casino. And it's got... They, uh, do they all jump out of an airplane? No, that's uh, uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. Okay. Or not yeah. Honeymoon I saw, in Vegas. I saw, uh, I saw the Honeymoon in Vegas one. I didn't see yeah. Graceland. That's got... Um, uh what's her name um uh, elizabeth shoe no no the one with the chin uh sex in the city reese witherspoon oh, no um, sex in the city the other chin okay. sarah jessica parker yeah, yeah sarah could sarah jessica parker's in it and uh uh yeah at least two There's... different guys are like hot warm yeah. for her form and they do a. It's it's almost a kind of a comedy version of the proposal thing. And we got the final now, right? This yeah. is the final. Yeah. Yes, this mm -hmm. is the. You know, this if there was an Academy Award for the greatest impersonator movie of all time, this would be um, the greatest impersonator movie among the ones that we thought of to put in here. <laughs> I Scooby Doo. We almost included Scooby Doo. That that could have yeah. made the list. We, we could have made that instead of the usual suspects because it, there really isn't an impersonator in that. Yeah, Kaiser Kaiser Soze. Soze. Yeah. yeah, but he's just a guy pretending not to be himself. Well, if it's Victor Victoria versus seen. Some Like It Hot, I'll vote for Victor Victoria because that's that's a harder role playing a person who's playing another person who's playing another person. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so we got one for Victor Victoria. So, Aaron, what do you got? I'm going to go Some Like It Hot. Okay, so that makes it... I'm record. going Victor Victoria. All right. Yeah. Because right. it is more wins. difficult. Ooh, yay. Props Plus Harvey Firestein. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our scientific study. Yeah. Of impersonators. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for playing. <laughs> I I think that the next time we do impersonators, uh, yeah. you're going to have to watch the uh, some RuPaul with me, hun, so you get a more a better feel. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll talk. About That's not happening. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna check out your YouTube um first episode. What's it called? Something Thank or you. what's it or nothing? What is it? Look up double, or or no. double or nothing. N U T I N. N U T I N. Stuart Brodian. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Is Thanks. there oh, is there pleasure. anything else that you want to touch on that we haven't discussed? Uh any any websites or social media handles you want to share? About a month ago, all my websites went down. So uh -huh. the only place you can find me at the moment is either on LinkedIn or Facebook, facebook.com slash Brodian. All right. Okay. And I hope if I can find someone to help me in a little bit, I'll be able to put Brodian.com back up online. All right. <laughs> All right, Stuart. It's been a pleasure. We really enjoyed talking to you. We have social. Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod. Instagram. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod. Facebook. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pod. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Yeah.